the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So it's interesting um, to watch your dogs in, when they're out walking in the neighborhood. Um, Alex will see like a certain dog and she just acts like it's her arch enemy. Like, how dare you? Even <laughs> Maybe be in my it presence. is. <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> and the other day yeah, we um, we spotted um, our neighbor had a brand new puppy and she acted like it was the most non-eventful thing in her life. She was just like, eh, huh. little puppy. I don't care. She was ignoring the new kid. <laughs> I guess so. Wait, is my dog a snob? Is your dog a mean dog? <laughs> is she a mean Instead girl? Of a mean girl. <laughs> Would you uh, describe you or your husband Glenn as being uh, techies? No. Either of you techies? Uh, my husband can figure stuff out, but no, not overall. I mean, when not. it comes to like having new gadgets and wanting to be up to speed on. Oh no! I mean, my husband technology. had a dumb phone for eleven years. Okay. Yeah. Well, and he's not. But here are if they say if you have any of these three items still in your home and you use them, you are not a techie. Tell you what they are next. Okay, three items. If you still have these in your home, they say you are not a techie. I have two out of the three that I use regularly, and here they are: a CD player. Do you have a CD player in your house? It's in a cupboard, but we we're not using it. You currently. don't use it. No. Okay, I've I've got so many. I don't know if I should admit this. I have so many bootlegs on CD. It's the only way I can listen to them. Uh-huh. So CD player still gets a good workout. How about a DVD player? As, again, it's it's because it, we just moved recently. Mm-hmm. All this technology is like in a cupboard, and I keep asking my husband, "Can we get rid of this stuff?" Because we don't. We're so not. You using haven't decided it. whether to keep the DVD player or not, or the CD player. Okay. What about yeah. this last one? If you have this and you use it regularly, you are not a techie. A uh, a drip coffee machine. Like with the basket and the filter. Oh yeah, yeah, we have one. You we have love one it because if you use enough coffee, it tastes pretty darn They're good. They're saying if you don't, if you don't have like the Keurig or the automatic brew system or the Nespresso, you are not a techie. We that's the only one that we don't use anymore is the coffee machine. We just still feel use the like DVD, it. Still use the CD. It tastes so much better, and you save so much money when you make your own coffee. Taylor, how would you describe your hair? Like, what's the word you always use to describe it? Oh, sadly, I always say thin and fine. Thin and fine that's what hair. it is. <laughs> I'm going to talk about a company that's changing how they describe hair care products uh. and the words that they use to describe them. We'll talk about it next. Okay, so you just thought, you uh, just said that you describe your hair as thin and fine. Yes. When you think of like shampoo bottles, what else do they use to describe like the product that'll work for you? Uh, for me, thin. it's always volumizing shampoo. But how do they describe the hair? The hair? Uh, they'll do like damaged, brittle, fine, thin, um, stuff like that. Normal, have you ever seen? Oh, for normal hair? Yes. Yeah. Unilever is no longer going to use the word normal. For any of their hair care products. They've announced this big sweeping change. They say that people who have thin hair feel like not normal when they see normal next to thin. Oh, so okay. they're getting rid of that to make everybody feel better. Now, I've seen that on like skin care products too, like normal or oily, that kind yeah, of thing. They're getting rid of that like okay. for skincare, for shampoo, for everything. 
And that, yeah, you can take that or leave it. But the thing that I am impressed with, though, is they have agreed that they're going to stop digitally altering models Ooh, in yay. their ad campaigns. That's so powerful so, when they do yeah, that. Yeah, when you see these, quote, perfect people in these ads, yeah. they're getting a lot of digital help to look that perfect. Because they make their necks longer, their curves curvier. They do all kinds right. of magic. So I am happy that they're getting rid of yeah. making that seem, quote, normal. That's cool. So you were saying they're no longer going to digitally alter models if it's a Unilever brand, I guess you said? Yeah, and they, they have so many beauty products like Tresemme, and uh, they're all listed in this article. But I mean, it's, it's yeah. going to make a huge impact. Yeah, and Dove's been trying to do that for a long time, like put normal, yeah, they're part uh, of this, just yeah. everyday women Dove in, is one of their, their one ads. Their brands oh, that's too. cool. And I just see my, my wife and my daughters struggle with this kind of stuff they look at those ads and yeah. then they don't feel like up to snuff and one of our lessons as uh, i've been coaching girls on the run for years and years and years and i i think this is kind of exciting because one of our lessons that comes up every semester could potentially become obsolete and what it is is i rip out magazine articles and i teach the girls as young as third grade okay what is this ad trying to tell you about yourself and they'll raise their hand and go that if your hair's not looking like this, that you're not acceptable. And like they're learning. Mm. And I wish someone had taught me that as a third grader to watch out for this stuff. Mm. So it kind of makes me hopeful that more and more companies are stopping with the, the airbrushing and the altering and all that kind of stuff. Because I think it's really going to help long term. So this is pretty cool. My sister took a break from working outside the home because her kids were small. And for a while there, she ran an Etsy shop. And then she realized, wait, I want to homeschool these kids and mm. homeschooling and running a business too much. Be tough, yeah. Um, so now that her kids are a little bit older and a little more independent, she opened a new Etsy shop and she's got all these beautiful creations. And then she texted the group. I've got four sisters. So we're all in a group text together. Guess what? I got a job. I start Monday and we're like, what? No kidding. And um, her son, Aaron, one of her twins, has been working for a couple years now at a dog kennel. Okay. And the same people own a little dog pet store, uh, you know, dog and cat, like a food store. Mm-hmm. And she's going to work like 15 hours a week. And we're like, you go, girl. Wow. And guess why she said she got the job? Because it's not going to be life-changing money. It'll be okay. minimum wage. She wanted to get out of the house (laughs) after a year at home with everyone working and living Mm. from home. She's ready to spread her wings. And and so far, she's loving it. Taylor, I think I've just come across the perfect job for your dog, Alex the Wonder Mutt, and my dog, Marco Pintani. Okay, cool. When you hear this job, you're going to go, oh my gosh, sign me up. I'm in. Okay, there is a uh, new program that's been started at a bunch of children's hospitals. It's called Canines for Kids. Aww. And they're, they're therapy dogs that go in and they love on the kids that are there for treatments and stuff. And a lot of the kids that, uh, that come across these dogs, they don't have dogs of their own. Like one mom said, we're not allowed to have pets in our apartment complex. And he's been really nervous. He was getting a port put in for cancer treatments. Aww, poor and kid. she said, we got here. He saw the dog and he hasn't even thought. About getting the port nice. in. All he's thinking about is the dog. Oh, yeah. Isn't Alex that cool? would be so good at that. She that loves children. Such a neat program they have. It's called Canines for Kids. You think you know your spouse pretty well, right? You've probably been you know, together for a while. My wife and I, we've been married forever, like over three decades. And I thought I knew everything about her, but I learned that she had a childhood nickname last night. I never knew it before. It totally fits her. I'll tell you about it next. 
Should you guys have nicknames in your family? I know we do for every one of our kids. All four of our kids had a nickname that I'll, I'll still use from time to time with them, from the time they were practically born through this day. And I found out my wife had a nickname as a child that her dad used on her all the time. I, I had no idea, and it totally fit. I don't even know where we saw it, but uh, the, the word troublemaker came up. And my wife goes, oh, my gosh, that's bringing back so many memories. That was the nickname my dad had for me from the time I was little. He was like, oh, here comes Troublemaker. And I said, you're kidding, really? And it, it, she had a really great memory of her and her dad. Her dad passed away a few years ago from just that word, Troublemaker. But here, here's what I'm wondering. Do you have a nickname that you use that only your family knows about or would understand? Like if you have friends over and they call you like, I don't know, hey, iPhone." Does everyone go like iPhone? Why do they call you that? Do you have a nickname like that that's been used only in your family for years that no one knows about? Like I'm, Tracy and I've been married over 30 years. I had no idea that her dad regularly called her troublemaker. I was surprised that that nickname didn't apply to me after we had started dating. <laughs> but I'd love to hear about your nickname. Hey, Lily, thanks for calling our show today. Now, how old are you? I'm 11. You're 11 years old, and we're talking about family nicknames. Does your family have a nickname for you? Yes, Lil Lil. Lil Lil. Lil, like Little Lily. Yes. Got it, Lil Lil. Good one. Hey, Deanne, we're talking about nicknames that only your family uses. For my wife, it was Troublemaker. By the way, it totally fits. Uh, But what is it for you? (laughs) Motor Mouth. (laughs) I talked and talked and talked and talked about anything to anybody all the time. And they our, called me Motor Mouth. <laughs> you, you called a radio station to tell us that, so I assume the name still fits. It sticks, yeah. It's still there. <laughs> Man, I don't know about you, but I just admire people who are brave so much because, I'll be honest, in my cushy life, there's not many opportunities to be brave. Uh, it's just the way it is growing up where I've grown up and living where I live. Like I've never had to rescue anyone. I've never been afraid for my life or anything like that. And so that's why I don't know about you, but I'm just brought to tears when I see how brave these little girls in Afghanistan are. They, their schools keep getting attacked and they've lost classmates and they say, nope, I'm going to keep going to school. I'm going to be brave. I don't care how scared I am. I want to get an education. I want to have a future. And they keep going to school. And I'm just, like I said, I'm in a puddle on the floor when I see that on the news because I can't imagine having that kind of bravery. I mean, we think about how kids complain about going to school. Hmm. And these girls are willing to risk their lives for school. You ever buy something online and it arrives and you're like, this doesn't look like it's the real brand. Like you've bought a knockoff by mistake. Amazon is cracking down. Wait till you hear how many products they've removed from Amazon because they're fakes. Okay, so Amazon is cracking down on fakes being sold through their through their platform. Ten billion listings were removed. Whoa. I didn't know they had that many things to sell. There were that many fake things they've identified on Amazon that they said, okay, this is not real. We're getting rid of it. Are you talking about like you think you're buying like real Crocs and they're faked Crocs? Yes. Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, a variety. Like 10 huh. billion different products. Yikes. Everything from clothes to lawnmowers, electronics. They were fakes and they got rid of them. I wonder if this, like by them saying, look at us, we're cracking down, makes people like me, which is what's happening right this minute, not trust buying stuff through Amazon because <laughs> right. I'm like, wait, am I getting junk when mm. I order from them? Yikes.
Did you hear that Target is now selling matching mother-daughter dresses? (laughs) And I was wondering, like, wow, is that, like, going to fly? Is that going to be a thing? Let's talk about it next. So I saw the other day that Target, Target is like I like to refer to it, is selling matching mother-daughter dresses. And I thought, wow, is that going to fly? And it turns out, as long as your daughter's under a certain age, it definitely does. And I I saw a real-life example of it the other day. I was getting off my mountain bike, finished, just finished a ride, and I saw this cute little family, and the mom and the little girl, who was probably only three or four, mm-hmm. had matching dresses on, and they looked <laughs> so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but I could imagine if you try that with your daughter after a certain age, she'd be like, oh, Mom, yeah. <laughs> Mom, no, please, don't make me do that. <laughs> Okay, so I just read something pretty interesting, Taylor, with uh, you know the jobs uh, coming back and employers looking to hire tons of people again. Uh, millennials are the least likely demographic to stay in the job they had before COVID. Thirty percent of them hmm. want to make a career change. Interesting. Thirty percent. I wonder if it's because a lot of them were in because I remember when I first got out of college, I worked some crazy jobs until I could find. A full-time job in radio. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's part of it. They want to get more on their dream path versus the starter type position. Could be. And then if that's true, it makes sense. Only 10% of boomers want to change their career. I yeah, mean, they don't want to leave the vacation time and benefits right, behind. 100% of boomers <laughs> want to just keep their job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Do you love the idea of paying it forward? So does this young man named Raymond. He lives in Honolulu, Hawaii, and he was born with spina bifida and needs a wheelchair to get around. Well, a couple years ago, someone stole his wheelchair. Who does that, by the way? And uh, Raymond was completely stuck. You know, if you don't have your wheelchair, what do you do? Well, the community rallied around him, heard about what happened, and donated within like a day 25 wheelchairs. He'd only needed one. Uh, well, so now he's launching a nonprofit where people can donate used wheelchairs they no longer need to, uh, so he can get them in the hands of people with disabilities who can't afford them and desperately need them. No kidding. What a way to pay it forward. Go, Raymond. So you love it when your kids help out their friends, when their friends are in a jam, right? But what about when your kids' friends are in a jam and they ask you to help out? That happened to my wife and I yesterday. I'll tell you about it next. Okay, so uh, my daughter, April, her boyfriend uh, was having some car trouble yesterday. And we feel like we already helped him out because for Christmas we got him a uh, AAA membership. So he got his car towed with a AAA membership. So we're feeling pretty good about ourselves until April drove him to work. Then he needed a ride home from work. So we started getting phone calls from April. He was off at 730. We started getting calls from her at about 6. Hey, uh, can you pick up uh, Patrick at work? He needs a ride. And we're just like, we're... I'll be honest, I had my PJs on. I was like sitting down watching TV. I was, said, is there no one else? Is there no one else that can help? And she was like, and she was at work too. You could tell she was starting to get exasperated. So I said, you know what? Fine, I will go get him. So at 7 o'clock, I head up to where he works. And at 7.15, I got a call from April. Oh, I'm so sorry. He worked it out. No. His dad's coming to pick him up. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, I would have been so annoyed. <laughs> well, I was annoyed on one hand, but on the other hand, it only cost me about a 15-minute investment, and I got sweet daughter points. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, so that's not too bad. I have had a test of my masculinity here in the, the past couple of weeks, <laughs> something where I've had to prove, you know what? Yeah, I'm man enough to do that. Okay. We'll, look, we'll talk about it next. Well, I cannot wait to hear about this test of your masculinity from the guy 
who removes the hair from his legs with nair. <laughs> so, that's a cyclist thing. I know, alone. but that's not usually In a very masculine world, thing. In my world, that's cool. Okay? okay. But here's the thing that's put it to the test. Um, Ziploc baggies. We ran out of Ziploc baggies. My wife was like, oh, I have some. They're in the, the pantry, in the, the garage. Just go in there. They're on the back, back of the shelf. So these must be left over from when the girls were still in school. Because I am using, until they're all gone, we have 250 frozen Ziploc baggies. Right. I mean, from the movie Frozen. That's so awesome. Elsa and Anna will have my <laughs> peanut butter sandwich well taken care of every day for, if I'm the only one that uses them, for better part of the next year. That's just fun. That, does, that doesn't threat your manhood at all. That's awesome. <laughs> So you using up all the leftover frozen baggies with Anna and Elsa on there mm-hmm. uh, reminds me of my mom. She's, I think, the only person I know that will wash out a Ziploc bag and <laughs> set it on the counter to dry no and kidding. use it again. And I was just like, "Ew, mom, that's so gross. But I just saw that they make now like these... They're basically like the equivalent of permanent Ziploc bags that yeah. go in your dishwasher. Okay. Because the whole, you know, save the environment and everything. Uh-huh. But and so I save guess, some money, too. I guess my mom wasn't that far off. But <laughs> <laughs> she should have patented the idea. <laughs> she'd be so proud of you using those frozen baggies. She'd be, only she'd tell you to rewash right, them. Right, yeah, rinse them out. <laughs> Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com